It's like high school anthem right here, right? Hey, what we've been bitching about, fuck Cardi B. Talking that, walking that, spitting it, hoes. Smoking this, drinking that, getting it, hoes. I know. We're complaining about Cardi B. This shit was fucking free Cardi B, bro. This is when I'm loving these hoes at the club, though. Oh, dude. I remember cruising the Niles through this shit. Hell yeah. Right here, bro. Yeah, I just took some ecstasy. Ain't no telling what the side effects could be. All these fine bitches equal sex to me. Plus, I got this bad bitch laying Dude, next to me. How great was no that album? Set back on the couch, oh, it's down, still fucking one of the best, right? It's still one of the best. Still, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, hey, from number one all the way through, let it play. Right, yeah. Just like not yeah. the classic album you can play from beginning to end. That's true, dude. Yep. That's true. It was pretty vulgar. Their mom used to yell at me and shit. I know. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. What is uh, going yeah. on, my boys? I would say West Coast Wednesday, but it's Thursday. But every day is West Coast Wednesday Always. to me. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Pull up at the spot. Ooh. What are you drinking on? A little, little. Oh, I got hey, water. I've been on a six-day binger. Not a binger. I'm sorry. Uh, hitch. Working. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> God damn, bro. Those are two totally different things. <laughs> yes. But not out of the realm of possibility either. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I need a drink, dude, today because I'm fucking just burnt out. You know what I mean? Just working my ass. I've worked all weekend yeah, and yeah. shit. Welcome, everybody. Simple Ass Podcast, episode number four, four. season two. The show. Big Paul, A-Tone Tony in the house. Special guest, the man of the hour. Gary Frost. Gary, Mr. Frost on himself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wrong one. I, I feel special because you have that song on. Yeah. Gary Frosto, hey. fucking hype chain and shit. <laughs> What's up with you, brother? What's good, man. Too? Good. Just living. Yeah, I feel you on that, bro. Trying to make it through these crazy times, right, Dean? Coming in here looking like you ride a fucking Harley, bro. You got a Harley? No. Oh. I need to. <laughs> hey, crazy, crazy that you bring it up, man. I, I, we went to Vegas, and I was dressed like this, and. Everybody kept asking me, what you ride? What, what you ride? Bike? I'm like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah, he, Gary has the big beard and the fucking yeah. bandana on his Yamaha. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yamaha, dude. I don't what know. Is it, uh, Vespa. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, man. Welcome, Gary. Man, thanks yeah. for having finally, me. Thanks it, for coming on, brother. Nice to finally meet you in person, brother. Yeah, for I've, sure, I've, uh, This guy right here has told me. Yeah, me and Gary go. You. Me and Gary go back. Think junior high. Yeah, went to high school. Today, junior, man, high, junior high, high school. Shit. Shout out to Emerson and South High. Right. Damn. Yeah. I was talking. Emerson to is fucking rough, right? Some of the finest. Oh yeah, dude. Emerson was fucking wild, dude. So my wife, she's a teacher, and she taught there uh, one year, and she sent me a picture when she was moving into her classroom, of like the windows in the classroom, dude, like bullet holes. Oh, dude, there's a remember that there's like, a girl that got the killed fuck? there when we were there. Remember? I think it might have been during the summer though. I know there was a stabbing out front. Right. And then I remember being at lunch one day and we were out in the field and a guy on a bike was going by and pop, 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 pop. Yeah. And everybody just dropped. God. Dude, it was damn. wild. They killed some girl. She I remember she was like an age year older than us. And it was uh, some black chick, dude. Fucking just I think it was during the summer though. But she was just walking by the school, dude. Like they had the bullet holes in the fucking wall of the school and shit. God. Yeah. It was Emerson was fucking wild, dude. South was pretty wild too. Oh yeah, no, yeah, but I you really so. didn't know, you know, when you were going. Yeah, it was that's one of true. those where it was kind of like a badge of honor. You're like, I go to Emerson. Yeah, you're like what? <laughs> you remember? <laughs> they look at you like what the? Fuck? You remember walking and then uh, we'd be next to to Vista. Oh yeah, Vista P right there. And those kids would yep. just those are, those older kids would just yell at us. Yep, yep, Vista P and <laughs> shit. Yep, yeah, that's crazy. That's a good time. Crazy. Yeah, me and Gary go way back, man. That's cool. Uh, are you going to the reunion? We're doing 20 years next year for us. Well, you graduated 01. 01, Shafter, though, right? yeah. Yeah, but you guys, you're going to go to your 20-year, Tony? Yeah, I, I probably will. Yeah? yeah. you going to well, go? Well, it just depends on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be dope, dude. I, we had fun at the 10-year. That was pretty dope. Oh, dude, I had a fucking blast, dude. I, did, I didn't make that one, man. Oh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Gary didn't make that one, but I remember uh, they had it at a hotel, and it was that happened to be the weekend of our anniversary, too, me hmm. and my wife. So we're just like, fuck it, let's get a room and shit, fucking party. Dude, the next day, we're fucking a car was parked sideways in the bushes <laughs> and shit and we only went across the street to vip oh shit you know I mean? 
And I was like, fuck it, I can make it back. Fucking you know, cars halfway in the oh, bushes and shit. Fuck it. I think my homie, I think Lito stole a trash can or some shit. That oh night. my God. <laughs> they probably still got a picture of his ass right there. This guy cannot come back, bro. Fucking hanging up like, uh, yeah. yo, like fast trip pictures and shit. Yeah. People do yeah. Oh. Have you seen this motherfucker? Yeah. Damn, dude, that's a long time ago. Yeah, I think it'll be pretty cool to check out 20 years. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, man. yeah, dude. You know what? Uh, fucking my, our 10 year, it was crazy because not a lot of the, the like, uppity people, the fucking the nerds or, so to speak, whatever, really went. So it was most of the people that, like, we were in sports, all those people that fucking, you know, really hung out. I guess the, uh, maybe the it crowd or some shit. Uh-huh. But we were all out there, bro, It was, and we had a fucking blast, dude. Like, we we sit there and talk shit a little bit about the fucking people that didn't show up. Like, <laughs> but it just brought back memories, you know what I mean? Like, right. of when we were in fucking school and... But yeah, dude, it was it was a blast. We got fucked up. We ended up at uh, Martinis. Yeah, we fucking ended up there, close shop there, and dude, it was a fucking riot, dude. Like, yeah, everybody got fucking hammered. You can't tell me that it just doesn't seem that goes so fast. Oh yeah, I swear, dude. I feel like we were just in high school. Right, no, no for sure. Like we're listening to that song. Like the whole album was just yeah. the high school ditching parties, fucking every house party yeah. you went to. That fucker were just playing all through the high school. You know, yeah, yeah, that shit was legit. I know mm-hmm. it does happen quick, huh? Everybody's got kids and fucking. Yeah, I don't. I don't think reality hits until you have a fifteen-year-old and they're getting ready to get their driver's right. license. Ah, damn! You like, two have those fucking fifteen-year-olds, huh? <laughs> yeah. Almost. Yeah, I just next started, year, bro. I started late. Yeah, you good? You right on time. I got a four-year-old and a two-year-old, bro. Right she's almost two, but yeah. It's not very. I Mexican saw that picture you posted on Facebook. Oh, uh, my babies. That's, that's, that's not very. That's not very Mexican of you, Tony. I know. Real Mexicans have. Plus, I'm the poch. I'm the pocho. Real right? Mexicans I'm have the... like babies the same age as their grandbabies. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> Yeah. Or they got a fucking two kids. The youngest one's the uncle, or, yeah. or like yeah. the fucking your Theo's younger than you. Yeah, and shit. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's that's my dad, dude. My fucking my my little, my little brother's fucking like two months younger than my son and shit. <laughs> that's so fucking true. Hey, yeah. Change your Theo's diaper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, is that your kid? Shit. No, that's my Theo's shit. <laughs> fucking kid. Man, we do some fucking crazy shit, dude. That's us fucking. So Man, how's, how, awesome. so let's get into it right away, Gary. How's the real estate game? I know oh. you've been in shit. It's been at least five years for you now, right? Yeah, man, you're almost there. Six, six uh, years. I got my license on my birthday, so March. Well, hey, St. Patrick's Day is my birthday. Oh, okay, oh, so that's every, a dope ass year. birthday to have, Hell, dude. Yeah, it's, it's one to keep up with. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. My birth, actually, my birthday, uh, March seventeenth. We went out, hung out because we knew they were going to shut everything down on the eighteenth for COVID. Oh shit! So that's then, right. Yeah, the next day it was like, all right, everybody stay home. Uh, yeah, that's with the mean hangover. Yeah, yeah. I literally said that Trump got over probably faster COVID than I did in my hangover. <laughs> no shit, huh? Yeah, that's crazy. But uh, yeah, six years real estate man here in Bakersfield. Um, it's been it's been legit, man. Well, I mean, so yeah. in your in your experience these last six years, what's the market been like in general for you? Has it been up? I know everything has its ups and downs, like anything. But mm. what's it been like mainly right now? Like the last, let's say the last five years of the market. How's that been in Bakersfield? Uh, when I first got in, it was a buyer's market, you know, so that means that the, you know, you have a lot of inventory out there to choose from. When I got in, our average sales price was, I think, 220 All right. That's yeah. a three-bedroom, two-bath, 1,500 square feet, you know, because they take everything that blends through uh, all of Bakersfield. And at that point, you know, you're going out there, still getting closing costs, they're negotiating. You, right. you could have your, you know, pick of the litter. And I think at that time, rates were probably mid-threes. Mm. So it was, it was good. Right. Um, you know, didn't, didn't have a problem getting anything accepted or, you know, right. if you got in, so our business is weird. You know, it's one of these where you don't really get any training. Okay. And I think I told you when we yeah. had a conversation, it's like you get more training at Taco Bell. Right. Right. You know, and, and they and, just kind of throw you to the wolves and shit. Well, yeah. And most people get into real estate and they say, well, you know, I want to be my own business owner. I want to make a lot of money. Right. And I want to create my own schedule. Well, if you never like to show up to work, period. You, <laughs> you know, don't like going to Taco you're Bell. You're not going to fucking yeah, yeah. And you're your own money. boss. Who's going to tell you to show up when you don't have to show up? Right. You know, most right. people, they show up when they need to get some money. And then it's weird, you know, like cashing a big check. If you if you pull off a couple of deals, you know, mm-hmm. you walk away with something somebody makes in the whole year. You right. know, the average income at Bakersfield. And yeah. coming from, you know, no college or not having yeah. uh, money managing skills as an adult. You kind of look at the Got money. Some shock value right yeah, there. You're kind of like, yeah. Hey, I could take a six months off. Oh, right. But, you know, you gotta, I'll cry later and shit. Yeah, you got to fight oh. through it. Um, but no, you know, and then it's just kind of steadily progressed from there. Um, the, the sales prices have always been increasing, increasing. We've never really ran out of inventory. 
So it's been pretty consistent. You get in, you show up every day, you make points of contact, try to talk to people about real estate. I think with, um, you know, I always hear all the old stories about how it was before social media. So like when, like when I got in, uh, social media wasn't too big in Bakersfield. Mm -hmm. So we were just posting things on. <clears throat> so I always laughed that when I first got on, I would go to new construction. I'd book tours for houses and I wasn't selling a lick, but people thought I was selling a bunch of houses. Okay. Like, oh man, I'd be at the just bar. You put it out there and shit. Yeah, I put yeah. it at the bar and they'd, oh man, you just sold an expensive house. And I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'd start rapping, you know, and, and, and I think the, the one thing you can't really gauge or buy is confidence, mm, you know? Right. So once you start having interactions and conversations, it, it breeds confidence right. in these transactions and right. then always having a great foundation. So the market's just kind of progressed from there, man. Just kind of built it out, built the brand, stood connected with my people, yeah. you know, friends, family, just always can help out. Um, but, like, when you go about that confidence thing, like, yeah. I've known you forever. So, like, I remember when you were hustling singular cell phones and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, you've always been into that sales. So you yeah. understood that, you know what I mean? You got to be like that. You know what I mean? You yeah. got to put yourself out there and shit. Because right where they say, like, uh, the greasy wheel don't get grease or the squeaky wheel don't Sque get grease. Yeah. You know what I mean? That type of concept. You know what I mean? Uh, you, you know, yeah, you're kind of right there. You know, it, again, you know, I would do a lot of interviews for agents that we were bringing on um, to the brokerage or to hire onto teams. Okay. And, you know, everybody was, you know, not, not to take away from anybody, but it was, you know, oh, you know, I have kids and I, I'll do whatever it takes. And I'm like, all right, you know, if you can't show up at least three to five days out of the week, right? I, you're not going to be. That's not whatever it takes. You won't. Yeah. You know, and then they end up finding out a lot of things. You know, your average real estate agent, I want to say, you know, is usually gone within the first year, year and a half. No shit. I'm going to, so just in case you don't know numbers and, you know, I'll take it there real quick, but like. Nobody really talks about how many sales they do, transactions. Right. So it's two things. Right. It's transactions, how many houses you sell, or your volume. Like Because somebody can sell high-dollar houses and have a higher volume. Um, if you're in real estate and you can do one house a month, you're probably full-time. Okay. You know what I mean? So that's Makes sense, yeah. You're probably full-time. Because within that month, you're putting in the time pretty much weekly to show the houses finally get one you know under contract and then by the time the month ends you got that one sold right so yeah. it's like it's kind of like a full-time job i mean that throughout that month right. you're fucking hey sign this look at this you know what do you think about this so yeah it makes sense so, yeah. you know yeah and that sucks too because like you don't get like you get paid for those right eventually but you're not getting paid right then and there. Yeah, you're you know what I mean. Until that's like me too with the trucking i get paid by the day so mm -hmm. if i work at 14 15 hour a day you know what I mean? I'm looking like, motherfucker, I'm losing money right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, you know, it's just one of those things you got to take the ups and downs with it, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you can do one house a month, you're solid. That, that's, right. you know, that's, you'll get better. If you can do two houses a month, now you're at 24. So there's a big, there's about 2,000 agents in Bakersfield. And you always want to make the first 100 out of, at 2,000, you want to make the first 100. Oh, like top, top 100. Top 100. Okay. Those literally are the 20% that do all of the transactions. And it's a crazy cutoff because you'll start going through the back pages of all the eight numbers and it's like one house, six house. I mean, just to be a real estate agent and house your license and just to run the MLS, you're probably looking at about a $1,500 investment a year. Shit. Oh, wow. So one house, you know, you're yeah. only breaking a little bit, but, and then you, as soon as you get up to that last page, man, it jumps, you know, into agents that are doing, you know, 18 all the way up to about 200 transactions. God damn. So... It goes one house a month, you're good. Two houses, you're kind of like a you're solid. Like, you're better than most. You could do 30 to 40, you're a superstar. If you can do 50, at that time, you need to add help. So what you won't know is that a lot of these realtors, these teams, they're telling you what they sell, but they have two or three other people under them. Under and them. They, they funnel their numbers in their name Got to it. pump their name up and show that they're selling more homes. Oh, I see. Okay. I see. So then when I go, you know, you meet somebody and you're like, oh, I sold 100 homes, but it was like you and five people. Got right, right, it. right. You're okay. doing the work of five other people, basically. Yeah, that makes yeah sense. basically. Yeah. So that's kind of like the, 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 the hit. It's kind of right like there. an umbrella. Like, what do they, what do they call it? The... Uh, um Fucking uh, pyramids, pyramids. Pyramid <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, give me the forty dollars. Yeah. yeah. Hey, did you see that shit going yeah. around? People yeah, yeah. did on Facebook. Fuck yeah, it's give me your forty dollars. And, and well, you know what I mean? Eight I'll people, flip it you'll get forty. Man, oh, did, did, did Mexico's been doing this shit for ages. It's called a tanda, bro. <laughs> <laughs> tanda. Is that what it was? Yeah. It, every so, 
the atanda or they have another name yeah, for it. Yeah, explain it what it is. Uh, they call so, it a Mexican bang too. Something yeah, to something else. I forgot what other name they got. But what it is is, let's say you get a group of 10 people, right? Right, right. I've been and, in it before, but yeah. And every week, every week you put in, or let's just do three, us three right here. So every week we put in 100 bucks. Right. Right. This Friday, it's going to be me to get the 300 but we continue to put a hundred. So next week, I'll get you get the three hundred. Right. The next week, Gary gets the three hundred. Yeah. Then it keeps going like that, right? It's like a little savings. Yeah, yeah. No interest. Nobody gets shit. fucked until somebody drops out and says, "Hey, I can't do this anymore." Right. Then, if you're the person that gets the following week to one person, usually somebody can either make it up or they say, "Fuck it, I take the I take the loss." At I can't. That point. I can't you know think I mean? of the guy's name off the top of my head, but they do a bunch of documentaries on him when the when the market fell out mm. and uh, he was taking everybody's money. Madoff. Was Bernie, Bernie Madoff, Bernie yeah, Madoff? and moving it from yeah. person to person. He was like hiding fucking yeah. records and shit. Or anything. Fuck it. It's fucking insane. It's and crazy, they kept bro. investing in them. Like they, people kept dumping their money yeah. into that dude and shit. Well, you mean figure if they're doing kind of like in the same situation? Yeah, you're right. Basically, always getting their. And I guess on their what money. they're yeah, that's what they're doing. He was getting one money from you, and then I was giving it to Tony. See, I got your money back. Usually, what those schemes then, do is they'll try to like they'll throw you a little bone here and there, right? right so right. like, oh look, you just made this much money. If you if you fucking keep getting people under you and under us, then at six months out here you can make fucking double this or triple this and shit. And so you're like, oh fuck, all right, right. yeah, let's do it, you know. But yeah, that's- I, I keep getting a phone call from an automated uh, uh, dialer, and it's like, would you like to make twenty five hundred dollars extra for doing nothing at home? Oh shit! And, and it's like press one, like, fucking one. <laughs> I was, I gave him Tony's number. Fucking one, one, one. Yeah, hey Tony, someone's about to call you right now, bro. <laughs> hey, so let me ask you, dude. Yeah. When when you first started, or not even when you first started, if you if you give any advice to somebody who wants to be an agent, would you recommend them start off at look at a brokerage or start off by themselves? So everybody has to start off at a brokerage. Okay. So your brokerage is the. It's like the hub. They're the license holder, even though you have your license. So we're all sub-agents. So basically, be like a contractor, and you're working under okay. them doing the work. Um, the brokerage protects you you know, legally. They provide insurances, programs, stuff like that to back you up when oh, it okay. comes to making offers and stuff. So initially, whenever you drive around, you see a sign has the brokerage and the agent's name because if you do something, they have to know where to complain to. Mm. So initially, you have to work under a broker. But it's it's backwards, though. So you don't want to go to them and like will you hire me you need to go to them and interview what is why i should work for you got it because there's a trade-off so what people don't understand is that the more hands-on education you're going to get from somebody they're going to want more of your commission okay the less you get from somebody you better be able to fight and fend for yourself because you're not going to get any education at Mm. all and it's just time versus money you know that's that's the big trade-off so to answer your question you know what would i do if i was a brand new agent you know, and this is the advice I give to everybody. Go go, identify somebody who's uh, sold houses and let's just say they're five years or less. Somebody that's real relatable, right? Because if you talk to an agent that I've been in the business for 20 years, it's really hard to make sense of it because right. they're just telling you they get business from referrals. But mm-hmm. they can't really pinpoint where they get their business from. So I say start with somebody that's five years in the business or less. And then also, before you even ask what brokerage, also, you know, ask them, like, what do you do on a daily basis? And how many houses did you do your first year, second year, third year, fourth year, and your fifth? So, like me, you know, my first six months of real estate, I did 24. Second year, I did, I think, like, 35. Then I did, like, 42, 45, you know. So, I average about 35 to 40 houses personally by myself. Okay. So, you know, I'm, I can give a lot of information. The other thing is the way we learn in this business is off of transactions. So, if you're in a group of, like, no one shows up to real estate offices. That's, that's <laughs> like, I have no clue why we have these offices because literally there's a bunch of desks. They're fancy. And I'm like, where's everybody at? <laughs> and there's usually one person answering yeah. the phone. And, well, he's not here. COVID hit. COVID hit. And it's oh, like, yeah. COVID hit. And it's like, what's the difference? <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> yeah. It's the same amount of people in there. Right. Shit. So if you ever text your agent or you ever text one of your, you know, somebody that's in the business and they're like, I'm in an appointment. I guarantee they're probably not. That's like yeah. the best excuse we use all the time. <laughs> I'm in an appointment. I'll get back at you. <laughs> Um, but no, just, you know, just kind of get back on it to a man, you know, you really want to get with a group of individuals because when I first started, um, I quit my job. Actually, man, there's a whole backstory to that, but basically my old employer told me, you know, you should be happy. You make 50 grand a year with no college education and, you know, DUIs. And I was like, really, should I quit? Handed in the keys. I was the sales manager and, uh, I got into, you know, I went and started getting my license for like six months. I sat with a broker who cold called. No license, no paycheck, 
And I just sat there and watched him, you know, two, three hours out of the day. And I made a commitment to at least show up a couple times. And he would show me every day what he does. Nice. So when I got licensed, I already had six months it worth of education. It wasn't rocket science. Yeah, yeah I was like, let's right. get it. You know, and I just put my spin on it, that hustle right. that I pulled from it and, and just contact, you know, making contacts from there. Because, again, you can't sell a house. Like, Tony, you were, you were looking. You, no, your agent can't sell you into buying something you don't want. Yeah, no, absolutely. Right, right, right. right. You, yeah. It's not like fucking essential oils and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not going to fucking be like, oh, here's a fucking, yeah. it makes your lupus go away and shit you know what i mean it's not it's not million dollar listing exactly and that's the truth with houses man because you know what you want people know what they want already so you can like i remember when i was buying my house we went through that we know what we wanted but they want to show us this show us this like why are you wasting my time here you know yeah and see that's that's when we talked when you and i talked gary like i that was the main thing was like i didn't like the feeling that we had looking so like we felt rushed Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i felt that the agent that we were working with didn't really have our best interest he Mm -hmm. always he would tell us like you know calm down your house is gonna sell we just got to focus on buying you know buying a house Mm -hmm. stuff like that you know looking for something that you like and blah 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 okay that's fine so for a little bit there we were looking and shit like that and then we'd be like oh this one's nice but then it has this that we didn't like or it had this and it was too much for this and they're asking too much for fucking this and it's like but he's telling us like you should put an offer on this you should do this you and i'm like how are you going to sit here and tell me that i should and shouldn't do something like that when i feel it in my heart my wife feels it in her heart that we shouldn't yeah and we're telling you why we shouldn't we're telling you why we're reluctant you should be focusing on that right and I, that's how i felt like i'm not in the fucking real estate business so yeah. whatever information that anybody feeds me on it i'm naive to it right so I would expect, and this is the one thing that I told him when we were fucking sitting at my table. I said, look, all I want from you is honesty and integrity, bro. If you feel that there's any information that I may want to know, you fucking tell me, yeah. right? And it's that relationship builder right there, right? You, get, you, you start getting confidence in somebody that they have the best interest or your best interest yeah. in mind, right? When they're, you know, showing you shit or, or, or wanting you to buy a house that they seen that you may like. Well, take it back to that scale of, of how often real estate agents sell homes. Right. So, so what happens is a lot of times, you know, they want to not necessarily get the commission check, but you may be the only one or two people that they deal with all year. All year. Got it. So you'll, you'll see that an agent that produces higher numbers tends to work more efficiently and they're more thorough with the market. So you know, right now with the way the market is, it's a seller's market. So like, kind of like, you know, you were selling your house. I just said, you know, I'm not concerned about selling the house. It's finding your replacement that we need to focus on a square right, one. Right. That's, that's the harder part. And then it's just setting the expectations. And, and, you know, one thing that I always try to pride myself on is just being a straight shooter. Like mm-hmm. I know I go in the work to do the right work. So if I got to, you know, me and you can't see eye to eye and I, you know, I have to fire you. Hey man, that's cool with me. You know, like no yeah. harm, no foul. I might not be the right agent for you, yeah. but I'm going to tell you the truth though. Like, look, your houses are selling in three weeks or less. This area, they get offers by the weekend. You know, everything's going to go 10,000 over. You probably get to pay above appraisal. Can you do that? I can't. And I don't want to. Okay, great. Then I can't service you. Right. Yeah. Not right now. And not see, in this that, market. Not and this I would have, and I would have respected him at that point. If yeah. he would have straight up told me something like that. Right. Yeah. Cause I'm a no bullshit kind of guy. If you're real with me, it might hurt my feelings, but whatever the fuck. You, I don't, you were I don't honest. Think I would me. ever notice that about him, would you? you <laughs> oh, that's a no bullshit type of oh he's full of shit. <laughs> no, like, I'm going to fucking tell you. Like, yeah. No, no, no. I get yeah, a lot yeah, of this you're a straight shit. shooter. Like, I'm, sure. I'm going to tell shooter. you if you're right. pissing me off right now. Right, right, right. exactly. Or I'm going to tell you, hey, dude, I think you're fucking up here, or I think you're wrong here, whatever. We can talk it out at that point. Right, right. But, but you're I'm not going to hold that back and exactly. beat around the bush about it. And so, right off the bat, dude, when I told him that, he was like, yeah, absolutely, blah, blah, blah. We get to like a week and a half in there's a particular set of information that I found out through another friend of mine. Who's also a real estate agent um, and told me about it and said, look, this blah, 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 you know, whatever. And I was like, what in the fuck? How come I don't know about this shit a week and a half into this? This is important information, right? Because it's it's money that we're going to eventually, we're going to have to pay right up front. So I called the motherfucker up, dude. And I was like, Hey dude, like what's up with this, bro? Like, I felt like you were keeping that from me. You know what I mean? We had a long conversation. He was like, I apologize, blah, blah, blah. I was like, look, man, from here on out, if, if there's, I'm going to tell you again, if there's anything that you may know about, but you are probably pretty certain that I don't know about or my wife doesn't know about, you need to text it to us or call me 
or call her. Yeah. Like that stuff, because we're buying a home. I, my wife and I use this often. It's our forever home. We're going to pretty much die in this fucking house. You know what I mean? Our kids are going to grow up in it. It's a fucking financial choice that we're going to make. That's going to affect us for the rest of our lives, positive and negative. So he was like, no, you're right. You know? And then I, he had this like, like some like arrogance to him, dude. Not like, I wouldn't call it confidence. It was just kind of like a little like, yeah, we're going to get your fucking household. You know, you should do this. But well, I'm just but like. But that's what Gary said. It's not the problem. Salad the motherfucker right now. Right. You know what I mean? It's going to be like, where are you going to stay once you fucking salad? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And he kept, he would keep telling us, I don't want to fucking keep talking about it. But he kept telling us like, uh, you know, you're, you, you, sh- the people who buy your house, you know, it's going to be contingent upon you finding one. So they know. So don't worry about this. Blah, blah, blah. And there's other things he would say that made me feel like he was more concerned about them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah, oh, bro, I don't, I don't vibe with you right now. Like, yeah. I can't vibe with you right now, bro. And, you know, long story short, fucking we ended up deciding we were just going to go a different route. Yeah. And it's best for us right now. You know what I mean? Because it was, it was causing a little tension between my wife and I, taking us away from our kids, dude. We were yeah. 7, 8 o'clock going out looking at a house. You know what I mean? We, we got to work the next day. It was for those, <laughs> for this month. You know what I mean? That we've been in it. It's just been fucking like, gosh, dude. So it was, it was a struggle for a little bit, but you know, we, we did what's best. So, 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 um, so let's try to educate some masses here. You know what I mean? I'm sure you get these questions all the fucking time. So let's, let's ask you them. So then people that listen to this can get an idea. So like first time home buyers, what do you need? What do you, what's the best way to come in when you're a first time home buyer? Like, Credit, money put away, cash. Obviously, whatever. credit. Obviously, if you don't but, have the cash, you know what I mean. Right? Like in your experience, what's what do you recommend for twenty five year old guy that's starting his career, wanting to buy a house? Yeah, uh, good question. So it really kind of depends on. Well, the answer really depends on what time, like when they're buying. Right. So if this had been five years ago or currently right now in today's current market, those are two totally different conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so, like I bought my house six years ago, and yeah, they paid for everything. Got you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and it's it's not the same no and, more and, right and, now. And so they hold on. They they paid for everything that dude. I walked in. Uh, oh, because they, they were desperate they had, or what, dude? So this is a funny story. We told told my wife we're gonna look at five houses at least before we pick something. First fucking open house we walked into, fucking the one we wanted. You know what I mean? Oh shit! Yeah. So they had the price at three ten originally, dropped it to two ninety nine. We came in two seventy nine, and they paid the closing. God fucking said yep. That yeah, was, that was five years ago. Yeah, that was like five, now six years ago. Like, yeah, I know, but they they were like, "Fuck it, all right." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, fucking do the deal. We didn't yeah. put literally. We put like three grand down total for our house, dude. Yeah, so, and, and like twenty grand lower than the original asking fucking price. Jealous of you right two, now. two things, you know. Again, the timing, and then you know, you brought this up earlier, Tony, where you get your real estate information from two resources. Well, three actually. Two. The first one would be a realtor that you know. Because if you don't know a handful of them, you're only going to get the real estate information from that person. Uh, Then your friends and family. And, you know, if you and him are having some beers and he tells you about when he bought real estate six years ago, that can get you pumped up. Mm. And you're like, well, why can't I get the same deal? Well, that's two totally, that's two different 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 times. Yeah. Different markets. Yeah. And and then three, you can Google whatever you want, obviously. True. And read read from there. So, so number one is, you know, know the market you're buying in before you get out there and start, you know, looking. Mm -hmm. Um, And and, in hindsight, I, honestly, I think we kind of, my wife and I kind of rushed ourselves into it without even. Got an idea, got a little compulsive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, because, they're, oh, shit, oh, I'm really fucking like compulsive. this. Oh, fuck we like. Oh, Obviously, dude, it's fuck the fucking me. first house I looked at. I was fucking right? wild yeah. shit. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> you're the best one. <laughs> <laughs> if but, I would have heard five homes, I'm like, shit, we're getting paid today. <laughs> <laughs> Sending a text message back to the VIH, like, hey, you yeah. No, we, <laughs> hey, this, this, we didn't even have an agent. We didn't even, we barely got, like, got pre approved. Like literally, barely got pre-approved like the day before. Damn, you know what I mean. And then it was like first time home buyer, so it was like only seven. Uh, what is it? Seven two seventy two or two seventy three, whatever it is. The limit on the oh for FHA, yeah, FHA. Oh, no. So that you know what I mean. So it was all that shit. So it was literally like the weekend before we fuck the weekend after, dude. Damn. We bought our house like that, but it was fucking a deal. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. You couldn't pass that up. Get, get qualified. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we yeah. did. 100% yeah, we did. The that. first thing you need to do, and here's why. So when you go get qualified, they're going to tell you what you need to do financially. So the way I break it out is, is I know so much about it, but that's not my profession. So I always work with a lender, two preferred lenders. Yeah. You're welcome to use anybody you want. If you run your credit at a lender, it's good for 90 days for you to go jump around and see who can give you the best 
interest rate or work the best deal would be some different fees, stuff like that. Stuff can change here or there by a couple hundred bucks, or maybe they might have a different program. But for most of the time, they all pull from the same government-funded programs. Okay. Um, because what you want to do is you want to identify what your payment's going to be. Everything online, when you run a payment, it doesn't include PMI, you know, your your monthly mortgage insurance, insurance and all that, yeah. So or where you're living and the property taxes. It just gives you an estimate. So generally, those are like 500 bucks less, mm-hmm. 400 bucks less. So you're looking at way more of a house right, and you're right. kind of pumped up. So get in with the lender, get them your financials, you know, get them all your, your the things that were required for getting there, you know, bank statements, right. W's, yeah, that was financials, show too, bro. run your credit. Working and trying to fucking get those from everything? Like, you know, oh, God. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you get it to them and then they're going to break it down. They're going to tell you because what it's going to do is it's going to tell you, you know, what you can afford. Now, there's a top tier, obviously, which you're pre-qualified for at your max, mm-hmm. and then there's what you're going to be comfortable with as far as your mortgage payment goes, okay? A lot of it has to do with debt to income. It has a lot to do with what you're making, obviously, you know, and that's going to put you where you want to be at. Um, and then also with that, too, what kind of program they can put you into, you know? There's some programs as a FHA buyer, you know, and I always feel like it was kind of a bad thing, but, you know, they, they really, back before I got in real estate, they were really pumping that first-time home buyer FHA program. Right, right, right. Down. And it's kind of a bad taste in the mouth that it kind of rolled over that every first-time home buyer feels like the, the world should be given to them. Mm. And you're like, well, you you got like 500 bucks and no skin in the game. Like, it's kind of hard, you yeah. know, like, how, how are we going to beat anybody else situations? Um, but once you identify what you're qualified for, then it's easier for you to come and then you you identify your realtor. Right. You know, and, and, and again, that's kind of the same questions if you're looking for a job, like a real estate job. How many homes have you sold and how long have you been in the business? Yeah. You know? And you, you, you can shit, talk. I should have fucking talked to you before, man. God damn it. <laughs> and then from there, you know, if you come to me and you're like, Hey Gary, look, I'm qualified for 400,000. I want a three car garage, RV parking with pool. And I, I want four bedroom, two and a half bath and 1900 square feet minimum. I'm going to be able to place you and you tell me the zip codes, but I can place you in what zip code is going to work best for you. Right. But then I'm going to tell you right now, it's a shit show. Like you're probably going to bid over. You're probably going to have to come out of pocket. So then now like to answer your question, Paul is like, you start asking them like, well, what do you have for financing? So how much are, you know, I, I don't like to ask the question, but it, it helps us because you can even ask through the lender. Like, well, how much do you have in your bank account? Mm. Can you, you know, are you paying for your own down payment? Which is generally on the FHA, it's just three and a half percent of whatever the sales price is. That's your down payment. Mm-hmm. And then do you have enough for your closing costs? Which is an additional three percent of whatever the sales price is. So to put math together, you're you know, you're coming in with six and a half percent total, whatever the sales price is. And then so on a hundred thousand dollar house six percent about six thousand. Six percent on a hundred thousand. On a hundred thousand? Six percent about six thousand, yeah. So if you're two hundred thousand dollar house, which is pretty semi average, right? Two thirties, two mid mid twos, right? So, so if you're, you're looking, if you're looking at, at twelve, two hundred thousand, and let's just say you have you want your own down payment in your own, uh, you're gonna pay your own closing costs, but about thirteen thousand, like on the bottom, yeah, here, give or take, you right? Know? I mean, that's the money you have to have in the bank. That's saying what you should have in the bank, right? Yeah. right. You know what I mean? Then you, if you peel it back and you're like, well, I don't have closing costs, I need the seller to pay for it because most lenders will set it up like ask the seller to pay for the closing costs. Well, right now in this market, you can't do that. Five years ago, you could. Then you're asking for them to cover your closing See, we were costs. doing a lot of 50-50. Well, you saw both ends of it right now, right? So as a seller, you pay for the commissions of the realtors mm-hmm. and your own escrow fees. So then now if I come to you and I'm asking you as a buyer, like, hey, I need you to cover my closing costs. Not only are you paying for commissions for both these, both of us, now yeah. you're paying for someone else's closing yeah. costs to get into that See, house. That was, that was hard for me to grasp, dude. I'm like, fuck. Like, <laughs> I got to pay for all this shit, dude, and fucking making you, you know, you're making money out. Like, it that's, was, that's the hardest part yeah, of dude. I think about being a real estate agent is the selling side because that's when you have to sell. Because, you know, commission's negotiable, mm-hmm. right? Like, you have to split it with another realtor. But the truth be told, if that buying realtor's not getting 2% minimum, they're probably going to overlook your house. Right, right. And they're going to go for the guy that's giving them the, two and a quarter. Right. 2.5. Right. 2.5 yeah. is like kind of like that good number. 3% is amazing. Once they get four, they're like, oh, I'll be there all day. Right. And then you're splitting it, right? So it's negotiable. We all like to start at six. It's split it down the middle and kind of work our way from there. Um, but the reality is, you know, when you go into it, you're trying, I'm trying to sell, well, I'm trying to provide value to you why you should pay me 6% of 200,000. And what's that? Right. 13,000. Oh, about 12. Right. 12, right. Yeah. So you're like, man, you got, and then most people look at it like this. 
damn, you're telling me you you getting, if you split that down the middle, you're getting six grand for doing nothing, selling my house? I go to work every day. I'm like, yeah, but you ain't also there for 30 days with no damn paycheck. <laughs> you don't know what it's like yeah, when, you yeah. never, when you ain't going to see a check for two or three months. It's definitely but, like, uh, well, yeah, you see, you there's see. a lot of the work that you don't see about right, that. Like, right, I, no, I have to be And then the following, following you, like on your social media, yeah. I see you posting cold calling doing the, you know what I mean like how many times you get told no a day you know, I can only fucking imagine dude you know what I mean I've so heard the, I've heard the craziest shit I had a lady one time tell me she was out in the uh, city of the hills this older lady she was in a 55 over community and she was like what's your name I was like Gary she, it's so you know it's a white name and she's like okay I thought you're one of them Hispanics <laughs> oh I'm my like, god and I put her on speakerphone and we're laughing right and I'm like what do you mean she's like I don't deal with Hispanic realtors. You guys can keep your ass across the freeway. And I'm Holy like, shit. And I'm rolling, right? <laughs> so I'm telling my boy, like, God, I hope I book this appointment because when I show up, I'm Hispanic as fuck. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. Hey, hey, you can lie, dude. You can go off as Italian. You know? Oh, fucking Middle <laughs> Eastern. I'm Italian. I'm Middle Eastern, dude. <laughs> the Frosto sound like an Italian name almost. Yeah, you know what I mean? Does. That's pretty close. It does. Pretty hey, close. Hey, dog, I'm whatever I need to be in this situation. <laughs> yeah, but, that, but like you, uh, back to what you're saying, like people say that for doing nothing, but you know, you're doing the hustle, the calling, the finding, you know, showing the house to people and yeah. shit. That's, that's the hours that you're putting in that you're not getting paid for yeah. until that house sells. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, that's and, what, and back to kind of like the first time home buyer, just for education purpose, you know, once you identify your lender, once you identify your realtor, then you want to identify the best form of contact. Like, how do you guys communicate? You know, and I ask my people like, hey, man, do you email, call or text message? I text message. Okay, cool. So that's how I respond to you consistently yeah. and communicate because right. a lot of times they'll get their feelings hurt if you're not responding to their calls. Yeah. But you don't answer calls. Like, who really does? Right. And then when you get out there, you got to kind of know what you're browsing for, you know, know your market. And then, you know, some tips of the trade. I think that worked best for me. Like, if you're going to go out and look for homes on a, on a Friday, be prepared, like, not to make an offer maybe until, like, Monday. Right. Okay. They're going to fish with your offer. Like, you get it. Especially on the weekend. Oh, yeah. If yeah. I give you an offer on Friday, Tony, you know, and you know there's a bunch of showings set up for Saturday and Sunday. Like, why are you going to accept the offer? Yeah. So, so if, if you come to me and you're like, hey, we need, to, we need to submit an offer right now, then, you know, what you need to do is be as aggressive as you possibly can. And your realtor, so we have a lot of relationships with each other. So the more homes you sell, people know that you're not going to back out on deals. They, mm. they trust your, 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 your name. So, you know, I'm calling them. I'm like, hey, how many offers you got? What do I need to be at? If I get you an offer right now, can you get it accepted? All my clients are out of town. Okay, do they do DocuSign? Like, send it to them now. Get it signed. Yeah. I'm going to send it to you. you got to be aggressive now. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the hustle. Like, on the back end, trying to close each other on accepting right. deals. You know, and you better give me what you just told me because if you send anything less, I'm going to be like, oh, man, we got to wait out to Monday now. Like, you know. Right. If So, kind of, you know, those are those back end deals. And when you really got to work with someone who's aggressive on that end, um, you know, just really know how to make that offer, you know, consistently. Um and then however they get you homes, you know, work around your schedule. Most of us were independent contractors, so we can work around your schedule. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, first off is just starting off with the lending. Yeah. Knowing your money is, is, is 90% of the battle because, you know, then if I'm sending you homes with HOA, you know, and you, or even if I'm sending you homes with certain type of solar agreements, mm -hmm. like a lease, like that can throw off your financing. Yeah, like if you're yeah. maxed out, it's you might not even be qualified for that. Then you're, yeah. you've been wasting your time falling in love with houses and you aren't even ready to so, roll. So let's get into that because I see that all the time. People, like, I've seen you and I've seen, uh, I know I have lender friends that they fucking hate solar on houses. You know what I mean? It's always like some fucking, like, deal breaker for them. But explain why, though. I don't want to get it. Like, is well, it for us, <clears throat> because since, since we're leasing, right? We're leasing the through solar. The solar. Right. We're leasing through Vivint. They, in essence, have a hold on our home. So what, what that means is any potential buyer, and for us, if we want to move out, sell the house, whatever, any, any potential buyer that wants, to, wants the house has to qualify for that system, right? Oh, I see. Based on what they made. So if, shit, they, so if they get, uh, say, let's, get, let's just be uh, generic, like they get pre-qualified for $200,000, right? They find a house that's one ninety nine, but the solar is fucking might add a certain amount of fucking yeah. No. The solar well, is, it, is it like that? Yeah, like yes, the fifteen yeah, yes thousand dollars no. solar? So then they have to be covered for that much more. Or? De debt to income ratio, yeah, is is what it really. It's more, yeah, it's to. more of how much you'll be able to afford. Yeah, right. So so like if your debt is fucking crazy out of the roof, 
and you're right. not making a lot, like they're gonna look at it. Well, he can't afford so, the fucking bill. Like what? Oh, know? so they want and to if make sure you, they, in, like that they, makes it. They want you to make sure you're be able to cover the solar payment. Right, right. So, so sorry if I hacked this up, but I'm gonna give you kind of what I know right. about it. You know, to the and like I always say, you know, I think one thing that's got me far in this business, and man, it could come down to drinking or smoking cigars. Is like I'm new to this, or I don't know. So let's you know let's find our together. Yeah, right. So as far as the solar goes, it's a power purchase agreement. We're basically just considered yeah, yeah. basically like having PG&E. You're just right. getting it at a lower tier rate, right? You know? So you're you're saving on it, and it's and you just say that you're going to keep it for twenty, 20 years, years, right? You know? Um, a true up is a, like an overproduction of power when right. you didn't get enough panels and you overuse, right? A lot of that can come from like when most situations people meet solar people, they tell them my bill is one hundred and fifty bucks a month on average, so they'll They'll make these plans to where it says, okay, well, it's 150, but you'll only be paying 100. And a lot of people, their misconception is, well, why would I want to pay 100? I want lesser. So they can make the adjustments to, to like lesser panels, and you may be paying 50. Yeah, but they're paying back on the true. On the tr- exactly, right? Because right, right. people get solar and they crank it all the way up and, and they blow their true up out. And then. Well, see, for us, what we did is we were, we were getting the true up. And then Vivint called us back and they're like, hey, we noticed that you guys are fucking, your true up's crazy, you know, whatever. We can add another system. Another, you know, more more panels basically, and that will offset, right? It'll offset what you owe. Did, did they? Yeah. And then what it does is it creates another contract. Another contract. Right. So do you, the, so the, then they got to qualify for two different fucking. And the reason at that two, point, oh. the reason there's two contracts, right? So the, so initially the first one you go in with and you get it. I'm probably gonna have solar people hitting me up like you're full of shit. <laughs> so fuck. This is what I know. We'll get a solar so, guy on next time. I got my boy now. If you ever want to get him on, man, Thomas McGinty, young cat. He was gonna be with real estate with me, but he does solar for Vivint. Okay. And I kind of learned this from from them, and then just kind of asking questions. For so, sure. um, basically, when you get that agreement, that's packaged up and that's sold off like in a secondary market for investors that oh. are holding that, knowing they're gonna get that money for 20 years. So you. So can't, it's kind of like a bond. Right, a little bit. Of a, I guess, right? Uh, you know, but but just they just know they're getting guaranteed that money, mm-hmm. so you can't reopen that contract back up and add more panels to it because it's already been sold off. To sold somebody, off right? somebody, so they the... so they reopen. They open you up with a new contract. Now, first five years I was in real estate, it was a little bit more difficult, but they've got a lot better at these. A lot of the older programs were some shoddy ones that no one really explained, and a lot of these guys are getting. Crazy money, like a lot of these dudes right now. If they're coming up to you talking about, like, man, I'll give you a thousand dollars for a referral or some shit. Right? So two thousand dollars for a referral. Think about how much money they're making to give you that. Right. So you know, if you ever sit down with that an actual solar guy and ask him, like, how do you get paid? You know, they get they clean house on on that. You know what they're what they're selling you, and you're paying that in the long run. Sure. You know what I mean? Right. So you're coming out maybe forty grand in the long run over twenty years, but you got a minimal payment. But they're Walking with ten thousand dollar checks and yeah. eight thousand, they're giving you two, you know, and then keep it real. That's you can't crazy. really give out those referrals. We're in the yeah. wrong fucking industry, Paul. Ta- tax wise, you know, there's some things you can't really give that money out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I could be wrong about that, but it's just from my, right. my understanding right. of it. So, uh, so, but when you get a lease, right? So now you're showing debt. Right, so you got twenty k of your solar on your. But they're looking more at the monthly payment, right? Which, if you think about it, right? So I go move into a house, and my, you know, your average PG&E bill might be like one fifty. I'm just making that up, but 150. Well, you know you're gonna pay PG&E regardless, right? Like you know, no matter what, that utility has to be there in Bakersfield because you right. would not get power. Right. But that doesn't make that doesn't correlate to to the that side of it because, like you said, you know, now that's on title, that's linked to the property. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you walk away from that house, you know, that's also another debt that's kind of there. Yeah. And so, so they disqualify. They they told us also like if. We can also transfer the systems to your other to house. our other house. Then they have to rebuild up the plants, have, yeah. a little bit of money. So, to do so. I far and few. I've, yeah. least, I've only seen like one person or two people do that, and they usually own them. Yeah, when they're transferring them, right. um, they probably paid up front for them. Yeah, but but again, it's not a, it's not necessarily a headache. But here, here's where it can become a headache is the fact that we have we initially become the salesman for solar. Like mm. when your dude knocked on your door, sold it to you, told you all this great stuff about the product. Yeah, I mean it, it's great. But when we sell, when you're selling the house, the solar rep is gone. They're yeah. not calling the solar rep. They ain't give a shit. They I got their ex- money. We have to explain <laughs> right, right. So we need your contract. We need we need a, co- a direct contact number to speak to them. And who has that fucking solar contract? That you know what I mean? Big ass stack of paper they gave you, and when you first got it five yeah. years ago. Oh, dude, I had a fucking. Oh, god, I don't even get me started. <laughs> I had to wait, dude, while I'm at work, fucking like twenty three minutes on fucking hold. 
finally somebody answered because obviously during this COVID, the fucking longer waits and oh, all this sure. shit. Then I got somebody I didn't fucking understand. So then I'm like, dude, can I just fucking talk to somebody around? Like, well, I'm, 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 my lunch is almost over. Like, I need to fucking talk to somebody and, and you know. Fuck, dude. Like, it was a fucking mess. Finally, we got everything and that we needed. And they, God, they used to let us talk to them. But yeah. now they've made a changes where it's like only the owners. You have to be on the account. Oh, that was another thing. My wife was the only one on the account, account at that time. Even though it's coming out of my fucking checking account but her name and my like- email. Uh, she was the title, whatever. Right, right. And so when I fucking finally got through the first time, they're like, oh, you can't talk. We can't give you information. I was like, fucking bitch, bro. Like, I'm like, I waited this long on hold. Like, I wish, you know. Yeah. Like, so it's more of just a headache of doing all yeah, this yeah. shit than actually yeah. the process For me, of transferring it, it over. Yeah. For me, it was. Right? Yeah. That's because a lot of people have problems getting paperwork and shit. Let's just be honest. Some motherfuckers just be lazy. Yeah. You know and what? motherfuckers but, are me. You know what I mean? Like, but a lot, a lot of the um, a lot of the websites now, you can just go to your like account online and just right, like just pull hey, it I'm up. looking to sell my house, and they'll they'll, they'll have it. They'll right move there. you with the team that takes care of it. Right. So it's not necessarily something that's a, a bad thing, but it's just an extra step of layer that you have to explain. And, and again, you know. You're out there looking at houses and your heart. Especially in the market like right now, yeah, right? And your heart's getting broken and you're like, man, dude, like no one wants to take, you know, no one. I can't win a house and, you know, or you win the house and then you open escrow and then the lender finds out they're solar, right? They're going to find out it's on the file. And they're like, well, you're not qualified. Or if there's an HOA and they're like, because HOA is the same thing. Like that's a consistent, that's like a debt that has to get paid. Right, right, right. So, you know, then you're looking at it and you're like. Now I'm disqualified. And now you're two weeks into it and you're, wow. you know, everybody's pissed off. So right. again, education's key. Like right. them having a grasp of, of what to do to, to get you through the process. It's like, it's my job to make it like, I know what it's like to buy a house and sell a house. So it's my job or our job to basically make it as easy as possible. And probably like one of the most stressful times of your life. Right. Take right. all that stress off you. Cause you can remember, I'm, I'm, I'm living multiple situations with people that are just sure. asking me the same questions and right, I, mean, right, I used to have right. hair when I got a real estate. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know That's what fucking hilarious, bro. <laughs> but, but, funny, funny story. Check this out. So my broker, he's an asshole. He, uh, I go in, my hair's kind of thin and you know, you know, as a man, man, I, I pray you guys never lose your hair, man. You guys keep that luscious. Hey dude, I'd rather lose my, hair. I'd rather lose my teeth than my hair, dude. <laughs> dude. No lie. Cause what looks better? Fucking dentures or toupee, fun? Just keep your mouth closed. Dude, exactly. You can fucking wear dentures and you'd be all right. You walk a rock a toupee, <laughs> fool, looking like that dude from Goodfellas and shit. That so, shit ain't I working. think it just depends, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you are, are you married or are you out there still trying to fucking No, sling dick? Dick? Is that how you look at are yourself you st- in the mirror? Are you still out there slinging dick though? No, no, it doesn't matter. How you it look does at matter because in the mirror. I, I would lose my fucking hair oh, if I'm man. married. It's like Samson. Though, I don't man. give you a start fuck. Losing that hair, you just like, damn man. Like, so my broker, right? He's like, hey man. He's like, your hair's kind of thinning a little bit. I'm like, nah. He's like, nah, a little bit, man. I don't think you got a lot left. I'm like, man, fuck you. He's like, you know, so he goes, go home and take a picture backwards. Uh, and then come back to me and tell me how you feel about it. So oh. I got home. I was like, pop. It's like two and a half years ago. I came back. I was like, man, fuck you. <laughs> he's like, listen, you're in denial. You, you got interventions. So he's like, hey, <laughs> he hey, got shit. interventions and shit. My guy's oh, like, shave shit. it a little lower, and then shave it a little lower again, and people won't even notice it when you finally bick it. Yeah. So you know, I kind of went and did right. that. So right. you got to so, tell, so, you got to so tag LeBron James in and tell oh him to fucking God, shave his shit. Hey, they couldn't get none of that Beijing up in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they couldn't. I mean, that, that that don't get COVID. I don't think. Oh, fuck. Then I had to get the beard, man. I was like, dude, I'm going to compensate. Ball dudes, hey, hey, that's one thing, though. I got the hair. I can't grow a beard. Shit. Dude, I just shaved in fucking almost a week and a half. That's and this is fucking yeah. pitiful. I got that fucking. It's pitiful, huh, I Gary? I just thought you were dirty. <laughs> I got that Middle Eastern exactly, shit, bro. Dude. I can't grow a mustache. You, got, got, that, the, you got the LBJ. I got, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got that shit that goes in here. Right. Yeah, and it's the, lower yeah. on your chin, too. Yeah. 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 That's just funny. I'll I can't. Fucking, I'll puff it out, though, like this, though. Right. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like that. I, oh, but they're I, 15s, I, but I keep them clean? Yo, yeah. I get it, though, Gary. You compensate with got the it. fucking mean-ass man beard and shit. Got you know what I mean? I'm looking at you it's like It's like you with your fucking lifted truck. It's not lifting. You know what you compensate? I'm just kidding. It was a joke, dude. Oh, but I'm about to get lifted. Wait, what I mean? I don't think twice about it and shit. I was thinking about it too. I was like, I'm going to get some wheels. I'm going to get some black rims. Lift it up two inches. All right. So Halloween's coming up. Halloween's coming up. All right. And when, before COVID and, you know, fucking years ago when we used to party and shit, what, when, when you would go downtown, you know, whatever. 
you know the girls wear those fucking the slutty shit. I cochino. And we're giving and we're getting. I'm, I'm gonna ask a question, and obviously it's it's from a man's perspective here. But why do you think women dress like that for Halloween? Like, like I've always I've always wondered that, dude. Because you're Halloween, bro. They, it's like they feel fucking. I don't know. Is it empowering? Is it fucking? They get out there, show their tits, show their I, ass. Like, dude, we're the wrong fucking. Group I know, to be but I want. Us. I, but in my if opinion, you guys can see my face right now. I'm like, oh, <laughs> we're going down that road. <laughs> we're gonna, gonna piss some people off right he's now. Teeing us up right now. We're gonna get canceled. <laughs> we're gonna get canceled. I think it's gives. This is st- totally fucking man idea of it though. Like it gives them an opportunity to be kind of more risque maybe than yeah. they would normally be. So it's just the opportunity to take advantage. They feel, take advantage of it, and yeah. they, they they feel sexy and shit. You know, what sure. I, mean? I don't think necessarily it's attention. I just think that like they, it's one of the one times of the year you can't dress to do like it. that yeah, yeah. and not be fucking judged or people talk shit about you For about sure. it because that's just what you do. For you sure. know what I mean? I don't think it's necessarily attention. If you're doing that in fucking in <laughs> I'm March, just curious. I you, wish we March could fucking have maybe, somebody call in or like, fucking. I I I actually I sent that to. Um, was it it was one of my friends and i just and she hasn't texted back but look you gotta check the data on this like how are they looking the other 364 days out of the year for so, sure so, right. they, so they already arrived that yeah they ride that kind of high already where they're kind of let me get fucking one thing straight i am not opposed to it. Up, no well obviously not opposed <laughs> to it but i'm not talking shit about yeah, it yeah, yeah. like dude i love women feeling empowered i wish my wife would do more of it or you know like whatever i just i just i've always been curious about it it's like yeah. you know and, and like for us what the fuck what, what do we wear on halloween we, most, most we never try, dress up nah, most dudes try to dress like women for some reason or yeah or a fucking uh, cheerleader hey, or hey, that yeah, gives you, ask that, that that gives you the one time of the year where you could dress <laughs> in like drag a fucking and not be dragged yeah it's the same or, or, thing or that go-to everybody just wants to be a cholo you're right? right. Yeah. Right. Um, that's like my closet, though. For this <laughs> Dickie's in a white shirt, bro. Yeah, that's that's what, or I mean, a black shirt. Is it yeah. Halloween? <laughs> I, I, I imagine Paul's closet looks like Dr. Dre's in the video. Right. What is it? Yeah. The black shirts. The 501s, flannels, and white tees, dude. All through the fucking thing. That's all I got, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. My shit's simple, too, bro. I don't fucking... Just fucking chucks. I think I have, it. like, three pairs of shorts max. Dude, I haven't replaced... Let me, you, everybody wears chucks, obviously. I'm yeah. Through. Okay, so... Well, I used to. I wear Vans now. So... Okay, as far as Chucks go, like literally, I think I've bought three pairs of Chucks since I've got out of high school. And I always feel like the more beat up they are, the better. The better. Like the ones I have now, my pata sticks out the side a little bit. Like the little <laughs> See, that's Selena the only thing I hate like, about them. But I'm rocking them, though. I got a white ass foot, bro. Oh, I'm fucking too. fat. So I, I, got, I got that white ass foot. So it, like, it looks weird, bro. It looks like a fucking bottleneck. So like it gets to the toe and it's just out. But my foot is all out. Like, I don't know. It's weird, bro. Like, <laughs> I love Chucks. We wore them for my wedding. Stuff in the socks and jeans. Yeah. You remember that? <laughs> Paul, yeah. I know you were doing that. Stuff in the Stuff socks. Stuff in the, the socks. Oh, uh, maybe back didn't in have day. Ankle I can't socks. confirm or deny. Because he, yeah. he didn't have ankle socks. He had to fold them, bring them down and fold oh, them down. Oh, I'd still do that. What are you talking Damn. about? Nah, just I, I was going to say. Nah, nah I, I just... Actually, I go no sock now. If I yeah. if I don't want to wear ankle, yeah. I just when wear, I wear slip like, like my Vans, yeah. or like yeah, Levan or Chucks. Yeah. If I don't want to wear the like a no looks ankle sock look, I just won't wear socks. Hey, you you know, I was thinking as fuck uh, probably, but you remember Jeans West in the mall? Everybody used to wear them big old like baggy pants. Oh, like uh, Miller's Outpost shit. Yeah, yeah they like the wider the bottom, the better. Uh, you what would, is like, it? Like the Jinko uh, ones, like the Jinko. Yeah, yeah. Like but that? you would like you would uh, pin your shoes. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, but Jesse is my cousin Jesse. We did that all the time. Yeah. Yeah, we did that all the time. Oh, you pin up, you you baby cuff them, yeah. and then you cut the the seams on the sides, right? Yeah. And then they flare out a little bit yeah, more. And then the back is covered. Them, either staple or put a little tack and, and break the tack off. Like three quarters yeah, of the way up. Because you be fucking, fucking you're fucking your pants up. Then you don't do that shit, right? It's like the bagger. The oh, bag. dude, and then when oh, you baby, fuck. hey, what I used to do is to get the baby cuff where I didn't have to iron it all the time. I'll get a straw and a lighter. And then like melt the wax, the plastic, and then like stick the keep the baby what cuff holded. Oh, dude, fucking crease down. I, dude, I used to do the three lines in the back, one in the front, fucking all down the middle. I used to crease my boxers back in the day. Oh dude. my god! Yeah, oh, yeah. For, uh, for your hood starts. tips, please follow Paul Garcia <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> this is in high school. This was oh, last weekend. Oh fuck! <laughs> the, the, so, so it's continued. The next episode. Of no, I don't. I don't. Yeah. Throw his pants under the mattress. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't iron as much as I used to. Don't get me wrong. But in high school though, you had a you had the rolling hard shirt. You know what I mean? Some five hundred ones, Chucks or or the hard shell uh, turtle shell oh, Adidas. Yeah. 
The classics. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I like those. I still, Actually, I mean, hey, I golf. Do, my, my Adidas co- came out with the golf shoe. The, like the old school fucking Adidas, Adidas, bro. My closet hasn't changed since high school, dude. I have the price. If I didn't fucking get fat, well, I was probably fat too then. But if I didn't fucking oh, you grow out of then, bro. I probably I wear the same pictures. size. I ain't gonna lie, dude. I probably wear the same size clothes I did in my senior year in high school, dude. I was heavier in my senior year of high school than I am right now. So, babe, where'd you buy the shirt I used to have when I was in high school? Skinny, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 no, I was my senior I was, year. I was, I was three oh five my senior year. Shit, I was and I'm like two seventy. I'm like two. I went in. Now. I went into BC. Tried out for BC baseball. I went in going at two oh five. Yeah, two oh five. I don't think Man. I've been in the one since fucking. like seventh grade. I remember looking at the picture. Looking like, like a fucking champ, bro. I mean, Easy Eric Tavares uh-huh. at a table, and uh, I was like, damn. When, was I on drugs? Like, I can see <laughs> all my jawline. It was you yeah, Fuck, dude, back then you see everything. All those burritos in high school? Dude, I wore 36 and men in the sixth grade. Dickies. When I bought my Dickies at fucking tar- Kmart and shit, because that's the only way my mom would buy them at Kmart. <laughs> At 36 and men, dude, Dickies. Oh, big hungry. Sixth grade and shit. Oh, big hungry you know? back then, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, fat fucker, dude. I, I weighed less than too. I did in high school. I weighed less than now than I did in high school, dude. <laughs> That's what's fucked up. Yeah, my closet hadn't changed, dude. That's it's hilarious. the same shit. You know what I mean? Sometimes I look back at the shit, like pictures from high school, the shit that I used to wear, bro. Oh man! Oh, dude, oh, the, my when God. we did our tenure. Show your kids when they get older. Oh, fuck, dude. What the hell are you doing? Uh, when we I did our tenure, dude, we posted a bunch of pictures of shit, dude. Oh, my favorite one. Oh, we have a mutual friend. I, I don't know if I should put her name on, but fuck it. I love her. She's Nisha. Remember Nisha in high school? She had, I have this picture of her food. Her hair is all curly and shit. Nisha? No, no. Nisha. Oh, Nisha. Yeah, right. I, I don't know. But hope, fuck, she'll probably get pissed. I'm putting her on blast like this. But she fuck big? it. No, 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 no. She just had some oh, a fucking crazy ass about. hair. And shit. She's maintained well. Okay. <laughs> She's a bit, yeah, she's high, but she's yeah. fucking got her yeah, she's in, a, high, in high school. She's, she's one of my closest friends, dude, so I could talk shit about her. But she had this fucking hair, dude, that looked like top ramen noodles and shit. And I always post that. Every time it comes up on your memories and shit, yeah, yeah. I'll repost that shit. Hey, tag her in her foot. Every woman, Just to every, fuck with her. Every girl we hung out with smelled like that Aussie hairspray. <laughs> Damn. That's what I remember about half the women. Like, Hell it was yeah. all smelling like Aussie Hell hairs yeah. and, and all the dudes smell like Aspen Cologne. I'm not saying we were any better in high school. Hey, no. I'm just saying we all went through those stages and shit. You guys used to tag the bottom of your Jansport backpack? Yep. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, Fucking Jans- folders. Dude, used to get it at Costco. Dude, my kids have no interest in shit like that anymore, dude. Oh, dude. I try to get them Jansport and shit. They're like, no. We're sitting no, here talking no. like that's the golden age and shit. I wish people that graduated like early nineties. Dude, like, we're oh, old. Shit was better. Dude, we're old men. Like I know we're the old men now. I know. Get off the lawn and shit, nah, bro. My I'm dude, about to buy those fucking that. the New Balances. I'm about to get some New my Balances. My fifteen year old's <laughs> on that, bro. My fifteen year old Dickies, uh, freaking she rocks uh, Cortezes. No way. Baggy Brixton sweater. Damn. Like, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. That, that you know. Gangster. Hey, bro. Back in the day, but you know, you see how my hair's all fucking nappy, right? So before I used to. Just do like one, one size all you know all of it. Is it that AC Slater? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so finally, my buddy started cutting hair. My buddy started cutting hair. Right, he's a barber now, but he started giving us fades, and fucking, I would get a fade, and but I wouldn't get the edge up right here. Well, I have my rem- my remolino well, right not here. Por- you're not Puerto Rican, so but, but but my shirt looked good, bro. When I fucking got fame, bro. Not, but see, besides this, besides this though, Mexicans look. don't get edge ups. But uh, bitch, I wanted to. All right. Well, you're not you're not Puerto Rican. Doesn't only matter. Puerto Ricans and Cubans get no, edge ups, dude. That's racist. I guess. <laughs> anyway, let me fucking racist? finish. I'm sorry if I remember being racist. Again. So my shit looked fresh, but I would have this right here. This one goes down, oh. and this one goes up, and my little wolf's peak. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right here. <laughs> all trashed out. Fuck it. That's the only thing I ruined my hair, bro. Dude, that's a stay good. No, that's why I just fucking let it be all nappy, bro. Look at uh, that. I used, to, I used to slick my hair back, put on the nylon, spray the hairspray over <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah. And go to sleep at night. See, my hair was just too fucking shit. nappy, bro. My brother, he had curly hair, and then he started doing that shit. Yeah. You trained it back. And then it fucking, he straightened it out. He's bald now. <sighs> oh, man. Down south, that culture is hard. Like out in Santa Ana, that, uh, that, like rebel look, right, 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 right. Man, yeah. they heavy out there with that. Yeah, I do it. I'm taking pictures this, uh, next weekend with my wife. You gonna, you gonna cut your hair, at least, fucker? I'm wear a hat. <laughs> I'm a trim it, but I'm gonna wear a hat. Wear that guy, wear a little white one, like a bowl. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna do. You guys want to see the hat that I'm gonna wear, bro? Is it one of those Coachella white girl hipster hats? <laughs> <laughs> I think you fucking. You're spot on, bro. Watch. <laughs> Watch. I don't know. I don't know what they call it. It's called a, it's a fedora hat, but 
It looks more like uh, my, my old lady. She cracks up because she says, "I've never seen somebody change so many different styles." Years to years, like my dressing, oh. <laughs> right? Like, like bringing up the Coachella hat, I got one. My kids always bust on me about that. My oldest gives it to me, dude. Right? I taught her. Well, you're a trendy guy. You like getting into the trendy shit. Bobby, you know what I mean? Bobby's that, gonna cool. be fresh, bro. Fucking white girl. It's a fedora hat. That or where's Carmen San Diego? It's fedora hat. You want to hey. see the shirt I'm gonna wear? Are you gonna, are you gonna buy a pumpkin spice? It better not be Hawaiian, fool. It oh. All right, all right. And you want to see the shoes I'm gonna wear? Buffalinos. Oh. Wallabies? What's up? Mahakas? Like little boat. Yeah, moccasins. Moccasins. Hey, bee boots? They're like little boat boat shoes. Bee boots? <sighs> you motherfuckers wild. Hey, bro. I got to look good for All right, let me see. We'll, we'll post them on the fucking Should we post? Should we do like yes we'll, or we'll no? Should Tony it. wear this? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be interesting to do. Yeah? Yeah. We'll do All it. Right, we'll post it. Dude, I think, uh, the, I, I think the funniest pictures, dude, you'd be cracking me up. Did you post one where you're in the mirror? Oh, the yeah, last cheeks my I showed my lady. I was like, check this dude, Tony. He'd be killing me. She's like, hey, oh, my God. This fucker, dude, he has me hilarious and shit. I'm, I'm lagging, bro. I need, to, I need to get some more. Yeah. Well, thank you, Tony. Let's wrap this up. Thank me. Gary. Thank John. Oh. Thank, thank you, brother. Gary. Thank you for coming in, thank brother. Thank you for, pre- for, Putting for in the work. us with your presence. Uh, anybody, you want to tell everybody what to follow you at? Your Instagram, all your social shit? Or uh, yeah, man. If you want, just follow me at Gary Frosto. Easy spelling. G-A-R-Y-F-R-A-U-S-T-O. On IG, it's I am Gary Frosto. Try to keep it simple. Right. Even on YouTube. Uh, I got a lot of tutorial videos on there about, you know, getting into real estate. Some of the things that we talked about, mm-hmm. you know, some different tips and stuff like that for you. And then I got my uh, Macho Man. The Macho Man. Yeah, we did that's just hilarious, dude. We got right, lazy. Right. Hey, one thing, one thing I do want to say, bro, that I'm, uh, it, since knowing you on Facebook, obviously uh-huh. just meeting you now, but I do want to say that. You're fucking hell of inspiring, bro. Oh, man, I appreciate you're, that. He's you're you're like you're very you're hus- yeah, you're a hustler. You're very like you're you're I don't know, dude, you just you're just real like outgoing, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you you you're not afraid to like give information, you're not afraid to to be yourself, there, put yourself out there. You're vulnerable, but you at the same time you're you have some knowledge to it, dude. And I've noticed that and you know, that's probably why I went to you and I had some questions and shit like that. But like that's that's fucking contagious, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it makes other people like, fuck, dude, like this guy, he's just hustling, bro. He's out there going to the gym, motherfucker selling houses, he's makes, me feel lazy. makes time for his kids, bro. Like lazy. he's doing all this. And that's that's something that I think as men we need to see more of. Yeah. You know, we we get sometimes like for me, sometimes I get home, bro, and I'm just like, I don't want to do shit. Yeah. So selfishly I take time away from my kids or even my wife. You know what I mean? But like seeing seeing other people fucking like going out there and just just hustling, dude. It's like, yeah. All right, you know, well, it's it's it. another I, kick in the ass. Like, I, I hey, dude, t- let's I do will it. tell you this, it. man. One, you know, it took me a long time to uh, welcome uh, welcome compliments. You mm-hmm. know, I actually had to have someone coach me on to welcome yeah, yeah. a compliment because it's kind of weird at first. You know, you want like, well, you know, oh yeah, you know, like so. For sure. And then two, man. You know, I think the past two and a half years have really defined me as I've gotten older, you know, I mean, gradually you just grow. I mean, you right. could say it's my children, but I think after getting a divorce, all right, right. You right. gotta really gotta take a, uh, you know, which had, look, which had to happen. like an internal look like at an yourself, inventory, right? Man. right? You gotta yeah. take an inventory. And a lot right. of those things that a lot of those things, it's funny. I heard this guy say this when I was listening to Vlad TV, um, the guy from blackish, uh, he's the friend, not the main character. Dion, his name's Dion. He's a comedian. So he, he says, he tells him he's like this, he says the same things that make you are going to be the same things that break you. And, you know, it's true, man. Like the things that like the hustle, the forgetting about the kids and stuff, those are the things that broke us. But yet those are the things that, that have made me stronger going forward. And, you know, and, and I realized, man, just, just rapping with other dudes and, and right. stuff like that, man, you realize like we got all that, that wall up. It's hard to talk, but man, right. I, like not yeah. hating. Yeah. Once Basically I opened up, bro, and like, I was like, man, I, you know, I went through a divorce and people were just like, Damn, you know, and like, and then, man, they started feeding into me, and yeah, and it was good, man. It was good. I'm always there. I tell people, man, I'm there to rap. You know, I hit people on the side, like, man, I thanks for posting that. You know, mental awareness, just being, you know, being true. You know, 100. Yeah. I heard man. something today on a song, um, and I'm sure I've heard it before, and I'm sure you guys have heard it also. But it, you can't start living if you're afraid of dying. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's that can be something small, you know, just going to fucking work or whatever. You can't if you're afraid of jumping, you know, and really committing to something you really want to do in your life. Like you can't really fucking, you know, succeed at it if you don't try it. You know what I mean? Or if you're afraid of failing, you know what I mean? And, and 
I look at some of the videos and shit that you put out there or some of the posts, dude, and I'm just like, fuck, this guy, you know what I mean? I get inspired, dude. I'm just yeah. like, fuck, I need to go out there. You know what I mean? Make me feel lazy, fucking. Yeah, yeah. Man. Sometimes I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm like, man, fuck this. You know, I'll, I'll be on Facebook <laughs> on the t- hungover <laughs> on the couch on Sunday and <laughs> shit, looking at Gary at the gym, like, fuck yeah, him. <laughs> I just go right there. I was like, fuck this, fool. I'm going to sleep. Oh, man. You know, you know, some of the times, though, man, keep it real. Like, like I, I realized, you know, I want, I've always wanted my social media, not to be like my brand, right? Because I almost feel like it's a, it's a fake version of myself, but I always wanted just to be authentic like yeah, who i am right, when you right. meet me is gonna be the same guy you look right. at and then also you know the way i act behind closed doors the same way i'm gonna give it to you here i For say sure. i always look at my social media like mike you know if i can't hand my kids my phone and they can't look through it and right. be like that just on. an extension right. of yourself right like right. you know right. I'm, it's on that kind of aspect of it man 100 percent. that's a good so. way of looking at it yep oh, yeah appreciate it brother yeah, thanks man, again gary sure. i am gary frost on instagram Follow we me. are simple ass podcast yeah yay. share the share it like it leave a review we appreciate all the love and support, and we'll see you guys next time. Hit that subscribe. Hit that subscribe. Subscribe at. Uh, go cruising right now, fuck. Fuck yeah. Peace out, y'all. We love you. Can't keep it home a lot Cause when I frequent the 